Welcome to Strange Talk. footage you're listening to at this moment is moments after the second plane hit the towers on September 11, 2001. Welcome to Strange Talk. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing September 11, 2001, also known as 9-11. In this episode, it's going to get pretty intense. I'm going to be playing a lot of audio footage and even some 911 calls that came from within the building. And they can get pretty uncomfortable. So if you're okay with that, and you're going to make it past this point, then give yourselves a pat on the back. So let's get to it. Four passenger airliners operated by two major U.S. passenger air carriers, United Airlines and American Airlines, all of which departed from airports in the northeastern part of the United States bound for California, were hijacked by 19 Al-Qaeda terrorists. 9-11 is the single deadliest incident for firefighters and law enforcement officers and casualties in the history of the United States, with 343 and 72 killed respectively. At 8.46 a.m., five hijackers crashed American Airlines Flight 11 into the northern side of the World Trade Center's North Tower. And at 9.03 a.m., another five hijackers crashed United Airlines Flight 175 into the southern side of the South Tower. Five hijackers flew American Airlines Flight 77 into the Pentagon at 9.37 a.m. A fourth flight, United Airlines Flight 93, crashed near Shanksville, Pennsylvania, southeast of Pittsburgh. At 10.03 a.m., after the passengers fought the four hijackers, Flight 93's target is believed to have been either the Capitol or the White House. Flight 93's cockpit voice recorder revealed crew and passengers tried to seize control of the plane from the hijackers after learning through phone calls that flights 11, 77, and 175 had been crashed into buildings that morning. Once it became evident to the hijackers that the passengers might regain control of the plane, the hijackers rolled the plane and intentionally crashed it. Here is some audio from a student attending NYU who captured United Airlines Flight 175 crashing into the South Tower. It's about a three-minute clip, and the sheer panic in her voice kind of gives me chills. I'm not going to lie to you. Here it goes. No way. Holy mofo, what is that, though? Mom, it's like, like maybe it was just an explosion or something. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear what I said about it might maybe not being a bomb? Cause like it's up high, mom. It's unbelievable. It woke us up. We're we're, we're freaking videotaping it. Yeah. Yeah. I I have no clue what it is. There's just black smoke. 
in what looks like paper, but unbelievable. She just told, watch the news, dude. It's all over. It's on the news. It's gonna be so dangerous at that that base. Obviously. That footage was captured by Caroline Dries, and in the video where they talk about if they're unsure if it's chairs or people falling, is a truly haunting view, because unfortunately, they were people. The attacks caused the deaths of 2,996 people, and the injuries of more than 6,000 others. The death toll included 265 on the four planes, from which there were no survivors, 2,606 in the World Trade Center and in the surrounding area and 125 at the Pentagon. Nearly all of those who perished were civilians with the exceptions of 343 firefighters, 72 law enforcement officers, 55 military personnel, and the 19 terrorists who died in the attacks. After New York, New Jersey lost the most state citizens, with the city of Hoboken having the most citizens that died in the attack. More than 90 countries lost citizens in the September 11th attacks. For example, the 67 Britons who died were more than in any other terrorist attack anywhere as of October 2002. The attacks are the deadliest terrorist attack in world history, killing some 500 more than the attack on Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. In Arlington County, Virginia, 125 Pentagon workers lost their lives when Flight 77 crashed into the western side of the building. Of these, 70 were civilians and 55 were military personnel many of them who worked for the United States Army or the United States Navy. In New York City, more than 90% of the workers and visitors who died in the towers had been at or above the points of impact. In the North Tower, 1,355 people at or above the point of impact were trapped and died of smoke inhalation, fell or jumped from the tower to escape the smoke and flames, or were killed in the building's eventual collapse. The destruction of all three staircases in the tower when Flight 11 hit made it impossible for anyone above the impact zone to escape. 
107 people below the point of impact died as well. Another warning. I'm going to play some audio from a dispatcher on the scene and a news reporter describing the people who leapt from the towers to escape the heat and smoke. You do not hear any of the buildings hitting the ground in this audio, but simply descriptions of what both the dispatcher and the reporter were seeing. About this is about 15 minutes ago, bodies started dropping from the top floors of the uh, tower closest to the highway, about at least five or six, and uh, it, was, it was absolutely terrible. Obviously, they had two choices, to be burned into, in flames or to uh, leap and end it all. This is as close as we can get to the base of the World Trade Center. You can see the two towers. The debris continues to fall and to rain on the people below. There are people hanging from the windows, 90 stories up, and a number of bodies have actually hit the pavement. I think that, that there's some really crazy people in this world. Uh, this is just not uh, too many innocent people. People were jumping off the building, body parts all over the place. I mean, this is just... I feel like I was in a movie. Have you ever seen anything like this? Absolutely not. I've seen at least 10 people fall to their death and just splat like a ripe tomato. It's, it's awful. But it, it's, I don't know who was at the controls or what was going on in the plane, but it was not a bomb. It was an American Airlines jet that crashed into the tower. At least 200 people fell or jumped to their deaths from the burning towers, landing on the streets and rooftops of adjacent buildings, hundreds of feet below. Some occupants of each tower above the point of impact made their way toward the roof in hope of helicopter rescue. But the roof access doors were locked. No plan existed for helicopter rescues, and the combination of roof equipment and thick smoke and intense heat prevented helicopters from approaching. The South Tower collapsed at 9.59 a.m., less than an hour after being hit, followed by the North Tower at 10.28 a.m. Later that day, the nearby Seven World Trade Center collapsed at 5.21 p.m. from fires that had started when the North Tower collapsed. The next clip I'm going to be playing is from inside the World Trade Center when the first tower falls. It is of a man identified as Kevin Cosgrove. He is speaking with a 911 operator, pleading for help. This footage is pretty intense. Um, it honestly got me, it, it messed me up the, the most. If you make it, good on you. <laughs> Mine's Cosgrove, I must have called about a dozen times already. C-O-S-T-R-O-V-E. Yeah. My wife thinks I'm alright, I called her and said I was leaving the building, I was fine, and I'm bang!
Weeks after the attack, the death toll was estimated to be over 6,000, more than twice the number of deaths eventually confirmed. The city was only able to identify remains for about 1,600 of the World Trade Center victims. The medical examiner's office collected about 10,000 unidentified bone and tissue fragments that cannot be matched to the list of the dead. Bone fragments were still being found in 2006 by workers who were preparing to demolish the damaged Deutsche Bank building. In 2010, a team of anthropologists and archaeologists searched for human remains and personal items at the Fresh Kills landfill, where 72 more human remains were recovered, bringing the total found to 1,845. DNA profiling continues in an attempt to identify additional victims. The remains are being held in storage in Memorial Park, outside the New York City Medical Examiner's facilities. It was expected that the remains would be moved in 2013 to a repository behind a wall at the 9-11 Museum. In July 2011, a team of scientists at the Office of Chief Medical Examiner was still trying to identify remains in the hope that improved technology will allow them to identify other victims. On August 7, 2017, the 1,641 victim was identified as a result of newly available DNA technology, and a 1,642nd on July 26, 2018. Further 1,111 victims are yet to be identified. So, <laughs> we got through it. Um, so this is just part one. Um, so this is going to be the ending of part one. I want to extend it to part two. Um, for you guys that are, that are listening to this and you got through the episode, congratulations to you. You made it through. Maybe some of you are thinking that wasn't as intense as you thought it was going to be. Maybe some of the, you couldn't get past some of the calls, which sucks because then you didn't make it to this, to this section. But, um yeah it's 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 pretty crazy um i remember when i saw i was i think it yeah i was in middle school um when this happened i was already at school i was in i think first period um because it was in the morning so i remember an announcement came over the intercom in our in, in our school and the principal said that um it was maybe minutes ago that a plane crashed into one of the buildings and then I remember um, our teacher turning on the television in the classroom to, to watch the news and we saw it happening we saw it unfold that's about the only thing I can remember of that day I th- I want to say they let us out early I want to say that they did let us out early they all sent us home because they weren't sure what else was gonna happen they weren't sure if, um, you know, they were going to attack schools or it was just simply those buildings. You know, it was a pretty, it was a pretty crazy day. Um, so I, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you guys, um, you know, if you guys were around at that time, you know, what, what were you doing? Were you at home? Were you at school like I was? Were you at work? I, I you know, I would love to hear from you guys. So go ahead and uh, email me send me a message either through my social media on instagram at strange talk podcast um you can find me there on instagram you can eat shoot me an email at strange talk podcast at outlook.com shoot me an email there 
or just send me a message to Anchor. You can actually send your voice message, and if it's really nice, I'll include it in the in the next episode. So part two is going to be... I Oh, for you wondering, I didn't mention any of the terrorist names or how they achieved or how they were able to accomplish this because fuck those guys. I, you know, if you don't already know how they did it, if you don't know their names, like I said, shoot me a message. And if I get enough messages, you know, and you guys are clamoring for it, I'll, I'll do a bonus episode exclusively about the terrorists and how they achieved what they achieved. So go ahead and just send me a message. Also, you know, if you guys are, you know, you guys want the part two, part two is going to basically be about the conspiracy side, um, the aftermath of what happened after and all the conspiracy nuts are out there. And I'll even give my opinion on what I actually believe, if I believe in any conspiracies or what conspiracy I do believe in. Um, So thank you for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys found it interesting and, you know, Don't forget, as always, stay strange.